Welcome to Rhymes Ministries podcast. Um, this month, like I said in previous episodes, this month we're revisiting a topic, a theme that we did just one year ago. Um, you know, a lot of times when we think about this time of year, we think about family, we think about environment, we think about reconnecting. Then we also think about what we're grateful for. For the, especially for those in the states, the environment can play a bigger role in someone's overall stability and can actually make things feel worse or make things feel better. Um, boundaries can be one of those pieces that a lot of times may provide um, more of a healthier. Uh, way of managing someone's environment. A lot of times environments are not ideal. A lot of times we wish we were somewhere else. Um, There's a Cypriotic quote. It says, when your garden's dry, don't pour water into other gardens. We are sometimes, as we grow older, we forget how to receive gifts. Sometimes when we're at our lowest, we really need assistance maybe some support um and sometimes we could do everything else to help everyone else except ourselves um this podcast is not uh does not proselyze but obviously i am of the um, christian faith and one thing i want to share for this month at least is um a portion and i shared this in another episodes but uh, i want to spend a little bit of time just to share and highlight um this story this element of story about jacob and um fleeing um um his brother esau um i'm just reminded it was in it was in genesis 28 verse 11 and um, he says, when I when he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. Um, Bethel, which he names later this place. He was out. There's no walls. There's no roof. It's, it's roughly translated God's home. And we think about the idea of home, you know. Um, sometimes we forget what that means. And I know I'm com- talking about verbiage, you know. We could be in a very nice house, but there's something, like I've said, with other guests, and as we kind of stretched out and refocused and looked at it in all different angles, that home is sometimes less about the place and more about the people, or let's say, how we feel in that place. Um, and when I think of the story, whether you're uh, faith-based, whether you're Christian, atheist, whatever, there's some elements that we could draw from this that we you know, we can understand. I know I mentioned in other episodes, but he laid, like I said, not to overemphasize, but he laid his head on the stone we wouldn't call home. It would just be on the street. A lot of times during this time of year, actually, you know, just happened um, around, obviously, in the States is Veterans Day. And unfortunately, a lot of our veterans are sometimes homeless for whatever given reason. So 
when we think about Jacob's and the illustration that he, and when we think about that story, is that he made a, a home when most people wouldn't call it a home. Um, so um, there is this emphasis of the difference in, in about between the house and the home, and I know language uh, doesn't always translate well for those who English is not the first language and really this is more about the concept than the word itself but the idea is that there is a difference when we think about this time of year um, sometimes especially going through COVID sometimes thinking about um, think about the people are not there think about the times when we may Especially if it's something recent, you've lost someone recently, you may add another seat where that seat is not used anymore um, because of loss. Um, so I, I do not take any of this lightly. So a lot of times I do encourage those um, to, you know, when it comes to grief, find community, find resource. Don't reinvent the wheel. I don't like doing that. Whatever, wherever you could go to ask these, this question, these three words together, I need help. That's where you need to go. Uh, especially this time of year can be hard for those who are missing someone. Um, today, uh, it will just be me. You know, I have several guests that have shared their and been participating has been a wonderful experience but today I, I i will wrap up this month and kind of share my thoughts of what we talked about thus far like i said before disclaimer if you are in crisis please seek appropriate professional help immediately the new 988 not so new but the 988 suicide crisis lifeline is in the united states i encourage you to utilize that or whatever resource it is, whether it's some sort of club or group that you go to, whether it is your church functions, your mosques, your temple, whatever walk of life you're in, wherever you could ask these three questions, I need help and feel that you can. That's going to be, I would say, very helpful, especially during this time of year. Um, I always remember this thought and haven't said it for a while but someone's good news is someone's bad news a lot of times life is a lot more complicated than we like to make it seem thus i'm going to go into some of the quotes that obviously i've said and repeatedly that people have said it better than me and it's it's puts me in bounds because even if i feel like i have some sort of thought that is interesting or unique or um Someone usually says it better or a little bit more deeper. Um, George Moore is one of those people. He says, a man travels the world over in search of what he needs and returns home to find it. And it kind of goes to show sometimes um, how we think about what we need. We sometimes may go elsewhere. But sometimes it's the... Uh, I think one of my guests that it recently... Um, it's about the small, you know, it's about, you know, having those small conversations will lead to the bigger ones. 
Um, Jake, uh, no, James Baldwin says, perhaps home is not a place, but simply a irrevocable condition. You know, a lot of times we're looking at the concept of home. I'm not minimizing the need of the, the people who are out on the streets, people who do not have a little a, a brick and walls to call a place of rest that they can sleep in. So I'm not minimizing that. However, when we're thinking about building a home and the concept of home itself, I do believe when James Baldwin says this, that there's a lot, there's a lot of meaning, and we could kind of peel away a lot of the layers. Perhaps home is not a place, but simply an irrevocable condition. Um, uh, kind of funny story. Just thinking about when I was either in grade school, and you know, time is a kind of uh, a subjective feeling. Um, some of the classes I enjoyed, or some of the experiences when I was a child, went super quick. And the ones that weren't so great went super long. Um, I say this in relation to how we see and feel and how we may describe home. Um, um, even though that time is you know, supposed to be, we're all under the same time, we feel it differently. Just like how we may feel home. I want to know one, at least now... You know, uh, around this time, especially in the States, Thanksgiving for those, and, you know, people may be coming, sometimes families could be a, a joy or a, a, a lot of anxiety. Um, but during this time, I also remember, like, our senses, you know, our, our sight, I know what we see. But one of the things I noticed, especially... Um, during this time of year is the smell the smell of the food um, just the sense and a lot of those um, smells and those reminders can remind of a time a simpler time you know when I was much younger um, and some of those simpler times um, kind of helped me define what I remember what home was or is or can be um ralph waldo emerson says a house is made of walls and beams a home is made of love and dreams it's you know there's something about um the idea of how we look and how we feel at home that expression we say i feel at home and there's a sense of security there's a sense of something else than actual place um, I asked several of my guests and I'm gonna answer what have what has been an important factor in building a positive home environment and what have they seen not help well for me um, an important factor is communication I say this you know if I'm not able to even say the three words I need help how much of a home is that? If I can't say, I think uh, one of the things that a lot of us struggle with is socializing. You know, especially nowadays, socializing can feel awkward. 
And sometimes it's easier not to. So, you know, one of the things I find interesting, especially in the concept of socializing tied to this is sometimes either when I'm working in my field or, you know, talking with friends or colleagues and like when they're going through this family, a lot of times it's out of sight. They're like, I'm just going to, I remember hearing, I'm just going to listen to what people are saying and uh, try to find something that will add to the conversation, which is understandable. However, in some cases, I just remember the emphasis was so much on the other in the communication than their own self. So they don't feel that in some cases that they don't feel that their stories or their interests or what they like is good enough. Um, Family dynamics are very different. Obviously, there is definitely um, generational and respect and how cultures and around the world kind of address it. So certain things will not be as accepted. So you factor that in. However, um, I think communication on whatever, whatever level is going to be important in building a positive home environment. If there's no communication, then the person doesn't even know in this illustration what is okay, if they're even welcome, if they're even safe. Um, what have what have they seen not help? What have I not seen help? Um, it's generalization. I, I think it's good to normalize emotions, uh, especially um, especially the extremes. Like I am an awful person. I am extremely shameful. I am a complete failure. These are very negative emotions, but. Sometimes we forget there's a third option. And I made a mistake, but if we look at the span of things, you know, you know, there's this old Chinese proverb, I believe it says, uh, the idea is the best time to, to plant a tree is 20 years ago, but the second best is right now. So a lot of times I kind of think a lot of times we could get stuck on what we should have, could have done a lot of the effort or that examination can make us inert. We don't really move. We kind of tend to walk forward. So I think what has not helped is kindness to oneself, generalization of whatever situation. Your context makes you who you are. So if you're going to build a home, you should know what kind of home that will be. So those are the two, two major things that I kind of off the top of my head and also listen to the guests that I've already spoken to kind of what popped into mind when I think about this um, again you know there's this idea of home is not a place it is a feeling um, Winston Churchill says and this is kind of what I was kind of leaning on we shape our homes and then our homes shape us so it's not just a place. It's it's it may not just be just throwing you know money at it, getting a huge home. Um, that might be nice. I'm not saying you know it's 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 a blessing to be able to 
provide shelter in the in the way in that way. However, this other element that we're talking about is important too. So if our home uh, is empty, it has a lot of nice things, but there's no connection. Um, you don't feel safe. You don't feel you could say anything, or you feel that you're on eggshells to say the right thing, or to be seen but not heard, and vice versa. These these elements can actually play a very negative role when we think uh, and what, what we may consider as a house or a home. It may really be negative to the environment of that individual. A lot of times, especially now, as been thinking for some time there you know there's this assumption because we have so much more access to so much more information that's then we must know more and i argue opposite you know i think we have a lot of information some of those information when it comes to um, context or what we're going through can be overwhelming and sometimes I, I've seen, I've, I've experienced because I've done it. We tend to generalize because there's things that are kind of packaged thoughts of what we may be going through that are nice, neatly tied in a bow, but has nothing to do with us because we forget our own context. I can only speak for myself, but I just remember feeling that it's very convenient nowadays to kind of have a whole thought or a whole situation boxed in. Um, but I feel what's missing a lot of times is that, like, um, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, he says, everyone hears only what he understands. And unfortunately, information itself doesn't provide understanding. Um, I remember understanding last month can be a key factor of being okay. It extends to how we build and maintain a home, not only in the physical realm, but also how we treat our home in our minds, in ourselves. Um, I asked, again, I asked Lon, I guess this month, what have you seen work for yourself or others that help them gain, not only gain, but maintain a home? What has not? I would say, for me, it's just understanding that things will change, whether it's friendships, relationships, you, yourselves. Um, I still kind of lean towards the idea of communication, but furthermore is um, setting aside time. Things don't really happen and happen to There's some issue or something you're worried about. Chances are the other person in the home may be thinking about the same thing. The conversations just don't happen. Um, if you're worried about what will happen with this or there, there's some shift, um, I think um, a positive home environment, something you want, may want to maintain, is something that allows openness. And not openness, like, doesn't, openness doesn't really equate in my mind as non-accountable. Openness is that you're able to say, oh, Oops, I made a mistake. A lot of times I've seen, not only myself, but people tend to just try to clean their hands first. And it's good to clean your hands, but in this concept is the emphasis is not about the actual problem or the issue. It's like more about clearing one's name. 
So in that, I don't feel if, if every single time I have to clear my name and all the reasons why um, this situation happened the way it did, it can sometimes be a, it's in its own barrier to actually speaking plainly. The idea is I made a mistake. But if everything rides on my value in that home or in that environment, to not or to seeing that I don't make mistakes, is it better to seem that I'm doing better than I am actually doing better? Those kind of elements can play a bigger role in maintaining. You may have a positive environment now, but maintaining it comes from authentic authenticity where not only just communicating but being able to be wrong in the last month we're talking about it's okay to be not you know it's okay to fall so if you're able to fall or fail or all this stuff at home not discounting accountability but understanding that you know home is an environment to nurture and germinate that kind of growth um and during this time of year, and again, like I said before, it can be very hard. Sometimes there's less people at the table. Jeremy Renner said, Building is about getting around the obstacles that are presented, that are presented to you. Yeah. So a lot of times, it's, a, it's not... What I like about this quote is, it's not assumed that even though you built the great foundation, that the house the house still needs maintenance, just like a regular physical house. You can't just assume that it will always stay standing in the condition it is. And that's where where the home element comes in in, mo- in regards to this is that we ourselves contribute to the home. So we we may not be there at the beginning, um, laying the foundation, but wherever we are in building this this illustration of this home, that part we play is important. Um, so ignoring problems, ignoring issues in the home, usually most likely doesn't help build or maintain a home. Um, I asked some of my guests this month what would they want people to be reminded this November regarding building a home. Any final thoughts? Well, what I like people to be reminded of, of this month building a home is kind of like what I mentioned with the Chinese proverb the best time to build the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, but the second best is right now. The idea is we're never, we kind of are, sometimes our worst critics, but it would even, it's not only that we're our worst critics, is that we may have unrealistic expectations. Of what we should, could, or would do. It's not that we don't want to better ourselves. However, the idea is, at least I want people to remember, of building a home is personalized, personalized this. 
like what you can control, your context. Why is it important? Um, trust your gut. Believe that. Well, you know, if you feel something's off, ask it. You know, a lot of times in um, my realm of work, um, one a lot of the struggles is asking if someone's suicidal, and that can be scary. Can be. Oh, I don't want to ask that. I could be wrong, and I would. I would disagree. I would rather be wrong <laughs> and ask the question just because I was concerned. So um, sometimes we tend to try to test well in life, which I feel misses the point. Um, we will make several mistakes. It's how we respond to them that really steers where we will or want to go um i think one of my guests i think years ago said uh, our lives are always in the perpetual state of being unfinished and i feel if we're able to kind of accept that we are kind of unfinished whether we are um um no matter how where we are in life so i guess the biggest illustration I guess the best illustration, you know, some, some, um, you know, right now in America, we have, um, we have the National Football League, we have football, everyone, a lot of people watch that, or some other sport. It doesn't matter what sport you're really into, but it, it still will work in this illustration. The idea is if you're a professional, let's say, soccer player, If if it's only about making it to whatever you know, winning the um, you know win the World Cup or winning um, um, you know whatever you know the the um, you know the Premier League whatever league you're in if it's if, if it's a Euro Cup, whatever it is, if, if that's all that drives it, and it's important to have a goal. I'm not saying that. But I would argue that an athlete, their day starts every day as they train. So if, if they're not willing to in, embrace in the military, say the suck, the actual day-to-day, the practices, the learning, the learning how to work as a team, whether it's soccer or NFL or like football or basketball, if you're not embracing the grind, uh, if you're not embracing that the, the in between when you plan events, those those are take up majority of the time, um, and I, I feel that can also overburden, overwhelm us if we're only thinking of this 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 goal way out and it's not to say the person not may not be able to achieve it but like i but the argument in in this regard when i'm thinking about uh what i um would like people to remember um kind of goes with a guest that i had this month um and it was about communication with her family members start with the small conversations 
then the bigger ones will happen. So, in essence, um, if, a, if a soccer player didn't like, or a football player did not like actual playing the sport, no matter how good they are, if their only intention was to achieve some sort of accolade, I, I, I believe that home, that soccer, that home environment will be as positive. So it won't, and also that the outlook um, can actually at least feel very heavy. I can imagine if if I were to look at myself in in before I. Um, you know, when I was in elementary school, and then I was only focused on some lofty goal to be whatever in my twenties and thirties, and that's all I lived for. Um, there's not a lot of presence in the moment. There's not a lot of reflection and adjusting and adapting to obstacles daily, and. Sometimes I feel that can be its own barrier. I mean, um, it's good to have goals. It's good to be accountable. It's good to strive, but also be present. I think when I think about building a home, it's about living in it. So there's no good if thinking of some home so much so far away. You may not like where you're at today. Or would like to be somewhere better. But. Like. Like the proverb said. Um, you know. You wanted to build that. You wanted to plant that tree 20 years ago. But the second best time. Is today. Now. Why am I mentioning all this? Because I want to remind people. That building a home takes time. And. To, I encourage to learn to embrace the good, the bad, the ugly, in the sense that there is going to be times where you will make mistakes. I will make mistakes, but that in itself is part of the process. Um, if you're going to spend all your effort and time to test well in life, so you can test well to grade well, to get that home, it doesn't allow any any amount of mistake. And a lot of times, I look at the idea of mistake as what has, what have I learned from this experience? Um, mistakes can be some of the most, can be one of the biggest steps forward in someone's look outlook forward um it's unrealistic to think that we will not make mistakes um but at a very basic level if none of this makes sense or maybe two is no matter where you go nor where that place that house that you get you yourself is gonna you're gonna live with you so whatever I'm whatever home means for you, whatever you feel safe, it starts from you 
thinking about what is important in the, in the sense of building and maintaining a positive environment at home. So that takes time of being present, seeing what's around you, assessing what went well, what didn't went well, and what would you like to see better. It's adjusting. You yourself may change. People around you may change. And like I said, not to minimize, sometimes those table may have less people at the table. With all that said, be kinder to yourself. Be kinder to your family. Doesn't mean that you have to agree with each other. This time of year can be very stressful. A lot of hurt hearts, a lot of arguments, a lot of families split for whatever argument. I'm not going to say there's a one one thing to fix all, but the one person that you will be living with is yourself. So if I want to remind anyone, home starts from you. And take the time. Be kind to yourself and whatever time it takes. It'll take the time it needs. Just like when we were in elementary, those times when we were super excited for whatever, whether it's school or home, those times went fast. The times that didn't go fast were the ones we didn't like. But sometimes the things that we don't like can give us a lot of insight of what we would like. So I would just encourage those to find, reflect, and know that this process will not always be comfortable. But it's important. And final thoughts, I would just say, be kind to yourself and those around you, like I said. But also, don't rush grief. And if someone is no longer with you, especially while families gathered, recognize it. If you need more, more care, if you, if you're, if it's a, impacting your daily life, if you're having other situations that you never had before, I encourage you to find professional help. Um, now, I know that's easy for to say. You know, certain cultures may see it's not as, is not well accepted. Then I'll just say, find someone you could talk to. Someone, find someone in your community. Start from somewhere. Start small so you can have the bigger conversations. And I just want to say thank you for all, all those who came on the podcast. We're almost getting close to 2024. It's exciting. Like I said before, I'm, I'm excited to do this. It's it's not about... It's, it's having a conversation, continuing the conversation. Not like one guess or what I say is absolutely right. It's going to be subjective to the person listening, but I encourage and I appreciate each one of you who are listening, each one of the people who have been guests are going to be guests. I appreciate each one of you. I just remind people that to stay updated with Revive Ministries through the various platforms. RevivalMinistriesFL.com is our website. This is goodbye from Revive Ministries, leaving you with this last quote. It's from Dr. Martha Luther King Jr., 
says, I've decided, I decided to stick with love. Hate is too great of a burden to bear.